0: The year 2020 is going to be remembered for many reasons, but it's the working from home aspect that's captured an imagination for the future of work and for the future of communication. So in this episode, I'm going to take a whistle-stop tour of three of the main video meeting services. Hi, I'm Julian, and welcome to another episode from Productivity Matters. This show is all about getting the best out of your day through the better use of productivity tools and discussing the various methods you can use to incorporate into your daily routines. If you're new here, then welcome. And if you've listened before, then welcome back. At the beginning of March, the world was carrying on as always, pretty much without a care in the world. By the end of March, much of the world was in lockdown. Schools closed, offices closed, entertainment centres closed. Whilst the actual buildings were shut, for many of us the ways of working moved almost 100% online. Where we once would commute to our place of work across towns and cities, now our commute was to another room in our home. Suddenly the walls around us became our office and, more famously, our studio. People we would never usually invite into our homes now had a glimpse of our home. Whether a bookcase, a plain wall, or an entire view of the room behind you. How neat and tidy are you? What books do you like to read? Not only that, but we had to learn a completely new etiquette for meetings. Being on mute, remembering to unmute when speaking, not speaking over one another, remembering that we are in view at all times. There are various meeting services available. The school uses Teams, which the kids took to like a duck to water, even using virtual backgrounds to hide their rather messy rooms. Zoom seems to have become the de facto meeting software and quickly scaled to cope with the fast increasing demand. And there's Google Meet too. So this podcast isn't about comparisons or a which-one-should-you-choose discussion. It's not something that we have a lot of control over. Our workplace or education place will have selected their choice, and we have to go with that. I'm just going to touch on the services offered by each of Zoom, Teams, and Meet, and an example of the unique offerings of each, and they all do have something different to offer. I'm gonna start with Microsoft Teams. Born out of Skype, Teams is woven into the Microsoft ecosystem, giving you access to all of the goodness that they offer from one place. There's integration with OneDrive for cloud storage of documents, integration with your Outlook calendar, and a place for chat with friends or colleagues. As I mentioned earlier, the kids' school uses Teams as part of their Microsoft 365 integration, and it does seem to work well. Teachers post their lessons, the children can respond, ask questions and submit their homework the same way. And online lessons were delivered quite easily. Sharing screens with a range of functions such as using a virtual whiteboard and seeing who else is on the call is also standard. The virtual backgrounds are useful and Microsoft introduced a new feature that allows you to see yourself and others in the context of a room. So you are next to or you're behind other people on the screen, which is designed to help you with that meeting feel. Google Meet is next. Now I would imagine this is the lesser used of the three that I'm covering, but over the last few months Google have worked very hard to bring a full experience to all. Being Google. This integrates beautifully with their suite of products such as Gmail, Calendar and Docs and Google Drive, their cloud storage offering. From a security point of view, there can be no anonymous joiners, which means that no one can just join in a meeting randomly, which I think is really good considering the security aspects we've heard of previously. Google Meet is really simple to use, whether it's on your browser or via the app on your phone, there are very few bells and whistles it does pretty much what it says. You can choose the layout of the screen to suit, and of course, you can schedule meetings with others, share screens, chat in the meetings, and that's it. There are no clever backgrounds, although there are plans to introduce those in the future, and there are no virtual rooms where you can have meetings within meetings. It's simply a place to meet. One feature of Google Meet that I do like is live captions. It's like subtitles for your calls, Whenever I've used it, it works really well. When you turn them on, you see a stream of the conversation as it's happening. So if you're in a noisy environment or you're having trouble hearing, you can still take part. Currently, they're only available in English. Finally, we move on to Zoom. (laughs) It's almost become a verb in its own right. Let's Zoom. Who's Zooming? Everyone must have heard about Zoom. It became the go-to place during lockdown for family get-togethers, pub quizzes, work meetings, you name it. Unlike Google and Microsoft corporate goliaths, Zoom is not part of a large corporation. Video calling is what they do. You can have calls for up to 40 minutes for up to 100 people for free. In fact, it's up to 60 minutes at the moment, but that'll drop down, I think, at the end of September. You can have different backgrounds too, but that's a bit hit and miss depending on your setup. My MacBook isn't powerful enough for that. Share screens, use a whiteboard, create virtual rooms so you can have separate meetings and split people off. You can have inline chat during the call, it's all there. Even a waiting room so that meeting hosts can actually manage who enters into the meeting. Zoom is certainly the most popular, common, a video conferencing service, but with a host of functionality available, it can sometimes be a bit too complicated for its own good. Now, I said that this episode isn't a comparison about which is best. Each one is slightly different. I've used all three of them, so it's hard not to give an opinion. My least favorite is Teams. Bear in mind, this is a personal view, but I did find it clunky. And the quality of the image during calls wasn't very good in fact they were blurry most of the time now this isn't useful it makes it harder to concentrate on the actual call it probably would have been easier just to have a phone call now it could have been me but it happened on every call i went on with them to different people so i always groaned when i found out it was going to be a teams meeting zoom on the other hand has won the hearts and minds of the public it is everywhere I use Zoom for my weekly cub and scout meetings. The waiting room is ideal there for noting attendance. And for large meetings, it's also possible to get a report on who has joined a call too. Zoom is the full package, but you do need to spend a little time getting to know it. My personal favourite is actually Google Meet. It's simple, it's clean, it offers basic functionality that you need and it's neatly integrated into calendar apps with Google Docs and Google Drive. And it's free for up to 100 participants for up to one hour. So, there you go. Video calling has never been so prevalent. 2020 has become the year when so many more people have been introduced to -to face-to-face via the internet. I live over 200 miles away from my parents, and whilst we speak regularly, it wasn't until lockdown when we started video calling. Work meetings have changed, and each organisation will have chosen their desired system, Microsoft-based companies will probably have gone down the Teams route. Others chosen Zoom because it's more ubiquitous. And then there are those in the Googleverse who will have used and chosen Google Meet. What I think is incredible is the way that these companies have managed to scale their services to meet a demand that just wasn't there before. Zoom went from 10 million daily meeting participants in December to over 300 million in April. Google saw meet usage grow 30 times in the early months of the coronavirus pandemic, rising to 100 million meeting participants daily. Keeping the lights on has been a task on its own, especially when you consider that the majority of the engineers themselves would have been working from home. Video calling isn't going to be going away anytime soon. The only question is, what other services are going to be added to enhance the overall experience? That's all for this episode. Hopefully you found something interesting, and if you have any comments, then I'd love to hear from you. Just message me via the link in the show notes. Please don't forget to subscribe where you normally listen to your podcasts, so that you never miss an episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, please remember productivity matters.